Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One of 700 radio show hosts included in the book, Talk Radio Wants You. This is Radio Program. Welcome back to our big broadcast, Coast to Coast and Border to Border on Tune in, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, and of course, 50 plus AM FM stations and iHeartRadio. Thanks for joining us today here on our broadcast. We've got one more segment in this hour. Before we do that, let's tell you about one of our fantastic new marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide. It's a great new GoFundMe campaign. And as you know, we love GoFundMe campaigns here. Check out G-O-F-U-N-D-M-E dot C-O-M slash reset button. Help my brother start over. This comes from Josh Potter in Longmount, Colorado. That's right. We realize it might seem a little odd to ask for strangers, but we can't sit by and do nothing. Check out the brother's story over at GoFundMe.com slash Reset Button. This guy is amazing. He's doing some really, really cool things. He's helping climb up the big mountains of life. Help him out today at G-O-F-U-N-D-M-A.C-O-M slash reset button. Help him out today. It's GoFundMe.com slash reset button. We've talked to these folks. We believe in their cause, and we want to help them out today at GoFundMe.com slash reset button. Now, let's get into our final segment here on this hour of the world-famous Chiggy Jaguar program. We've got Frank Vernuccio with us today to end our number one of our big program. And uh, Frank Vernuccio's USA Cuff Policy each and every weekend. He's on AMFM247.com. Frank, how are you, sir? James, it's great to be with you. Now, uh, there's a lot going on. <laughs> there's a hell of a lot going on. Um you you're a big polling guy. You look at the polls, you look at the numbers. Um I was listening earlier today to, to, to Rush and a few others, and uh, they're, they're playing clips, and they're talking about how MSNBC and uh, Fox and everybody is freaking out and going, oh, my God, Ben Carson, he's, 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 he's beat Trump in the polls, and Ben Carson's the new number one guy, and oh, my God, Ben Carson. Um, it's 2015, almost before Halloween. Why does any of these numbers matter? Well, remember, in the 2012 campaign, at this point during the 2012 campaign, in 2011, September or October of 2011, remember it was Herman Cain who was the big guy in the field. Um, everyone's predicting that Herman Cain would be the candidate of the Republican Party, and of course that did not occur. So it is ridiculously early to be making any final statements. Um, you can take a look at some factors, though. Uh, if we look, for example, at the campaign of Jeb Bush, um, Jeb Bush, with all his contacts and all the success he's had at fundraising, is about 4% in the polls, which has got to be really discouraging for him. So while we can't say who's going to wind up being the eventual winner, we can certainly look at a few danger spots, and certainly for, uh, for Jeb Bush, that looks like a danger spot. We can look at Donald Trump. Um, Donald Trump is, is still the big guy in the field in many ways. 
Um, but his numbers first stabilized after soaring to really a, a, a huge percentage of the Republican vote with so many candidates in the field. They stabilized, and now they appear to be going down. So it's not improbable to believe that Donald Trump may have peaked and probably won't get over the amount he needs to really become the nominee of the Republican Party. We've got the fantastic, fantastic Frank Fernuccio joining us today, USA Gov Policy, 51 minutes after the hour. Now, uh, there's a lot of conflicting reports here about Joe Biden getting into the race, uh, not getting into the race, uh, Hillary having some problems. Hillary is going through all sorts of problems. <laughs> Bernie Sanders has got some strong numbers, even though people like Rush and others are like, oh, he's too old, he's too old, he's too old. Um, <laughs> which we all know what that tactic is. Um, Frank, first of all, tell me what, what you think of Joe Biden. Well, certainly politically, Joe Biden, uh, if he stepped into the field today, would I think within a relatively brief amount of time become the front runner in polls? However, the question really is whether Joe Biden can raise the dollars necessary to effectively compete with Hillary in the, and Bernie Sanders, of course, in the various primaries across the uh, the Democratic primary. So that would be a real, real tough challenge for Joe Biden. Although he does come in with a lot of advantages. Now, the other problem with the Joe Biden candidacy, of course, is his almost uh, unstoppable habit of putting his foot in his mouth. Yes. Um, Joe is the force of nature. Uh, he doesn't really check um, any inner dialogue before he says a lot of things. And while he's not an official candidate, he looks extremely attractive. Once he becomes a candidate and his words become scrutinized line by line, vowel by vowel, uh, I think he's going to run into some problems that he's not facing right now. We've got Frank Fernuccio joining us today, as he does each and every Tuesday on our big program. And uh, Frank, with uh, Hillary Clinton still out here, there's a lot of problems. She's having a lot of connecting. She's she's trying to connect to people. That's not really working out well for her. She, she went on Saturday Night Live to try to repair some of this image. Um, she had an event, I understand, that C-SPAN covered fairly recently where people, there was barely people there. She was late to it. Um, is, is this becoming a joke <laughs> at this point? Well, it's certainly becoming uh, fascinating to see whether Hillary uh, first becomes the candidate of the Democratic Party or becomes the first candidate for president to wind up in a federal penitentiary. Um, Hillary Clinton's actions at the State Department in terms of national security leaks with her emails, if any junior staffer had done that at the State Department, by now they would have been indicted, tried, and probably convicted. Um, one of the problems Hillary has, of course, is the image of elitism that she projects. As you said, James, uh, she certainly does not connect well with people. Part of the reason for all that is that she has gotten away throughout her career with things which would have put a lesser luminary behind bars. We've got Frank Fernuccio joining us today. He joins us live each and every Tuesday. Uh, Frank, that there is a lot going on. In the uh, Bernie Sanders camp, uh, he's got record crowds. He's got record amount of money coming in. Uh, 
I know the Democrats, as far as the, the, the Democrats have the same issue with him that the Republicans do with Trump. They don't like him. <laughs> and they don't want to support yeah, James, him. That, that, James, that's a very astute analysis. You're exactly right. Bernie Sanders, at the opposite end of the political spectrum, is indeed the Donald Trump of the Democratic Party. Um, the, the chances of becoming a candidate, I, I think, are close to nil, simply because he would probably spell the death knell of the Democratic Party for a couple of decades to come. His views, although you have to give Bernie one particular point in his favor, while the guiding powers of the Democratic Party currently are very hard left, they pretend, indeed, that they are not. Bernie Sanders has been bluntly honest. He's a socialist. He's proud of it. Let's not forget the fact that Bernie is not even a registered member of the Democratic Party. He's an independent because his views are, indeed, so hard left. Um, again, the same problem and the same advantage that he has. He's an outsider, so that is, in this era when people are frustrated with their government, frustrated with their elected officials, makes them very attractive until the point where he seriously has to be considered as a president of the United States, and at that point the support will start to evaporate. We've got Frank Fernuccio with us today. He joins us live here on the telephone as he does each and every Tuesday. Now, uh, next Monday is Columbus Day. We will be off the air in observance of the holiday. But uh, I know that right around Columbus Day, there always seems to be these people who come out of the woodwork who are like, well, you know, Columbus did this and that, and we shouldn't have a holiday about him, and blah, 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 blah. Why is it that those people... They, they do it right around Columbus Day and right after Columbus Day, but they never they don't spend any more time on it. <laughs> why, why do they flame out so quickly? There's something, there's something that sociologists call presentism, which is judging historical figures of the past by current standards or morals or with 2020 hindsight. Um, and certainly that applies to Columbus. Look, what Columbus did in opening up the new world was one of the landmarks events of human history. It stands on a unique pedestal alone. Um, if you can say that everything bad that happened in the New World after the European contact was Columbus's fault, it would kind of be like going 500 years in the future and saying that every crime that's committed by people on the moon was responsible was, was the fault of Neil Armstrong. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's a little bit you know, bizarre to, uh, to put any blame on, on Columbus. He was a great hero. He accomplished an incredible feat, and he should be honored for that feat. We've got Frank Ferduccio with us today. Before we go, Frank, uh, give us uh, some updates on what you're covering on the uh, iHeartRadio program this weekend. Well, we're looking at a couple of things. One is the def- president's threatened veto of the defense authorization bill. Despite the fact that this is the money that's desperately needed to provide for the national security of the United States and to pay for benefits for our soldiers and their families, the president is threatening to veto the bill, which, by the way, is a smaller bill than there was when he first got into office, uh, simply because he wants to close down Guantanamo Bay Prison and put those prisoners someplace in the United States where they would present a clear danger to the citizenry in the community in which they're located. So we're going to be following that and see how that shakes out for the White House. We've got Frank Fernuccio with us today. He joins us live each and every week. And uh, Frank, thanks for being with us, and we'll talk to you next Tuesday. Thank you, man. Looking forward to it, James.
Appreciate it. Thank you, man. It is Jason Roberts coming up next. Frank Mernuccio there. We got more coming up. Hour number two of our program. Also, Sonia Madison at the bottom of the hour. Preston Rendell coming up as our featured interview for the next hour. But Jason Roberts coming up. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.